0: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network.
2: Some may call you rat catchers, others mercenaries but we prefer the term adventurers and at the grey hill free company we believe in one thing above all adventurers together strong many have gone on to do some great things under our name not all of them good but great things nevertheless hopefully you'll soon join their ranks so gather round and let us regale you with one of the many stories of the grey hill free company you head into the HQ after the old man. There's several desks here. Quite clearly, several people are meant to be working here at any one time, but you only see this old man. No one else is here. It's all kind of like the interior is kind of like dark and quiet. There's, some of the desks seem to have been kind of like left in a bit of a ramshackle nature, but a lot of them you see are papers neatly filed away and stuff like that. He sits behind one of the desks and gestures for you to sit at the other side.
1: Much obliged.
2: I'm wondering where the other adventurers I hired are. You hadn't, you would not pass them on your way here, did, did you? Did they look ridiculous? No. I, I wouldn't know. I just sent out the messages. Oh my god, the
1: that's
2: over so really <laughs> Also, Tenad, you lied. I heard that. Oh, I definitely lie. Hundred percent. The The old man, the old man looks at you and says, uh, uh all right then. Well, if you, you, if you didn't hear him or see him, uh, they would have been, I don't know, maybe uh, about the uh, 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 about the same style as you. I imagine uh, they were from uh, uh, Leopold's errant mercenaries. I heard they're a good outfit. I heard both of you oh, are good outfits.
3: I thought you said adventurers. They're they're not really advent. They're just hobbyists. <laughs> we're real deal. If you if you just said. The other two complete time wasters who were going to take your money and not fulfill your contract, then I'd have said yes, but no, those two jokers, they haven't even got here before us. Just, we saw them buying ice creams before they came down. We, straight here. No dilly-dallying.
2: Uh, all right, then. You did offer me lollies earlier, but <laughs> all right. We them from home. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I would appreciate it if you'd work together. Uh... I want you both in on this. I I feel like in the manner speaking, I don't know if you've ever heard the expression before, but uh, two heads is better than one. And we've got two. I I like to think that in the same manner, two swords is better than one. And if two swords is better than one, then four swords will be basically the best that you could get. Because a number higher than that is simply inconceivable in such a situation. Anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, We have had, we have a little problem here, and I'll, uh, at about that point, you hear a knock on the door. Come in, it ain't locked! And in walks, you will be shocked, (laughs) simply shocked to hear this, in walks Leocan the Bold and Hertha. Leocan gives another little bow and says, I'm sorry, we came here as quickly as we could, but some uh, disruption appeared on the trail as as we took it. Hertha, repeating once again in Leocan's voice, says, Disruption in the trail. You
1: know what? I can believe that. Could you imagine? We had people throwing rocks at us. Dangerous paths, these dangerous paths.
3: Und, under under his breath, Tenard. Fucking
2: pricks. The old man gestures, uh, there's, uh, uh, there's many chairs around, gestures at the many chairs and says, Please, pull yourself up some more seats. I was just about to get into what happened. So, uh, about a ten day ago, we were uh, uh, my boys. They were they were as as you can expect. They were mining down in the mine. We uh, uh, we we get coal down here, and it's a, a quite a useful resource. Gets used in all sorts of things. More than just making fires. It's also a, a magical reagent. I'm told. I wouldn't know though. Anyway, my boys. They said they stumbled into some sort of crypt. Uh, At first, I thought maybe this would have been a a little bit of a a payday, you see. I I think as adventurers, you all know, a crypt is a lovely place to be, (laughs) if you like gold. But a crypt is also a dangerous place to be, as several of my boys found out real quick as they were cut down in their prime by the dead. So, uh, I need you brave sorts to venture into the crypt, have a little look around, just clear it out, uh, to be honest, at this point, it's been such a hassle for me that if you would to clear it out for me, you could have anything you find in there. He does ha- he has no right to <laughs> offer that to you, but he is, I suppose, offering it to you nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> Head in there, clear it out. All I really care about is that you preserve the beautiful coal that has made my family rich for generations. Anyway, 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 anyway. Please, let me know when it's done. You have as much time as you need, but uh, I would appreciate it if you get it done quick, smart. That's why I am willing to offer to whichever mercenary group says that they've cleared the dungeon first a small cash bonus. But should I find that the crypt is in fact not clear, neither of you will inherit a damn penny. Not from me.
3: How how small is this, uh, this bonus?
2: About a 50% increase. With his big old pipe, taps it on the table to empty it of ash and then begins restuffing it with tobacco. Any other questions? The two mercenaries from Leopold's Errant both stand up and Leocan the Bold says, when can we start? As, in in kind of like a joking way. His joke lands perfectly. Uh. The old man cackles. ha ha ha. Well, on you, youngsters, get. I wish I could join you, but unfortunately, my old spine, she ain't there no more. <laughs> <laughs> he, he leans back in his chair and. and uh, just, just flops yeah. over the back of it, presumably. He waits for you to leave. Uh, Leocan and Hertha both move towards the door.
1: We get up and move.
2: I make.
3: Yeah, make the attempt to get out the door before them.
2: All right. We'll go to initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay, Tenad, you are first. So you get to slip out the door first.
3: Well, what I want to do is hold the door open. Yeah. And be going after you. Full on power play.
2: <laughs> okay. Leah can. Who is next? Leah can smiles and says, Thank you. And just politely accepts it. He walks out, mm-hmm. then Hertha, I'm afraid, was third. And then finally <laughs> Pause, you are last, alas. You you get stuck in the your fuck chair. For consideration. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, th- I say it. We, we won that round.
1: Gambled and
2: won. You you see them both kind of like power walking their way towards the entrance <laughs> to the mine. There's no door, it's kind of Imagine like a wooden structure, like half of a house set into the cliff face and just an open doorway. They are making a beeline for the doorway.
3: Follow them. Carry on.
2: You follow closely behind them. The entrance to the mine almost immediately starts dipping down. It's cut deep into the earth. You head down for a little while. After maybe like two, three minutes of walking, you see that there are lanterns here, but none of them are lit. So for those of you who don't have dark vision, you will need a source of light.
3: I've got dark vision, can see. 60 feet. Not very colorful, but I can see.
2: <laughs> uh, pause for consideration, also has dark vision. Hertha is the, actually the only one who needs a source of light. So she takes out a little hooded lantern and you see her light it up and then use it to guide her away. Uh, With the lantern, you don't actually need dark vision, so you can turn it off if you want. The lantern provides about as much vision. Actually, you would be disadvantaged at dark vision. The lantern provides more vision than dark vision would at this point.
3: But I am mentally calculating that when when they eventually betray us, we can knock out the light pretty quickly.
2: Eventually, it's hard to tell in the darkness, but you eventually figure out that you, you think this tunnel downwards is beginning to like flatten out. You've been walking for a solid five minutes now. There's been, thankfully, only one path to take, and that one path had a, like a, a rail for minecarts on it. You've not seen any minecarts yet, but when you get to the bottom, you find where they all are. There's a like a lot of excavation here quite clearly they found like a good seam of coal and they've been following it for some time but here at the bottom you can see all of the mine carts have been shoved up one corner of the room most of them are still full with coal and a few of them have been turned over or knocked over so that they can't be wheeled around at all it looks like they're quite clearly made as a barricade also the light From Hertha's lantern illuminates a couple of glistening bodies, still wet from death.
3: (sighs) Wet from death.
2: You can investigate them if you want.
3: Yeah, I'd like to investigate them, particularly how one is wet from death.
1: Is it it blood? Is it sweat? Did they pierce?
2: Yeah. It would be blood. All of them have had their skin removed. This is rank.
3: Uh... They've had the guys. They've had the skin removed.
2: Leo can takes out a handkerchief, which you see has L B (laughs) in monogrammed onto it. He (laughs) puts it. No, it has L. It has capital L, lowercase T, capital B monogrammed onto it. He holds it. He holds it up against his face. Crouches down and does like a little bit of the, I don't know how much you watched Poirot as a kid like (laughs) me. But when he kind of like hunches down, he pulls his pants up a little bit so that they don't get creased or touch the ground. He looks closely at the bodies with you as well and says, "Mm, this is not good. Hertha, come have a closer look. You know things about this. Hertha hovers over with the lantern as well, lowers it down, and she's going to make a check. She shakes her head slowly. And, and once again, in Leo... No, actually, she says it in the voice of the old man that you were talking to. That's the dead, all right?
1: Well, oh, she's really just saying what we already know. <laughs> um, is there anything I can glean? Can I try and vibe out the setting? Oi! Jerome, what's happening in here? Who's dead?
2: Well, you're not really asking Jerome so much as you are like inspecting the bodies and recalling what you know about death and the un- and undeath.
1: And everything I know, I learned from him.
3: <laughs> it's a full-on religion
2: check. You know that zombies and skeletons and basic forms of undead are hostile towards the living? Just innately something about necromatic magic, no matter its source, makes a creature hostile to the living. It's just um, a magic infused with evil like that. But, that being said, zombies, skeletons, simple types of undead, don't have any actual malice to them. There's no sentience. It's like an animal, basically. They kill just because it's in their nature. Something like this speaks to something else. This is a sentient or sapient, if you will, malice. There's no point to skinning something before or after death. You might be dealing with something either more than just undead or maybe a intelligent undead creature.
1: Well, it looks like someone's being bad on purpose.
3: Uh, I mean, my big question is, did they eat the skin or are they wearing the skin? Neither is a good option, but uh, (laughs) I I would like to know. (laughs) But Unfortunately, there might be only one way to find out.
2: Hertha nods and turns to you, Tenad, and for the first time gives you an expression that isn't openly hostile <coughs> <laughs> and says, In your voice, I would like to know. Right. That's the best approximation I could do of your voice on the fly. It's
3: very good. Well done.
2: It'll have to do. Bless. Thank you. That's a, a very convincing lie. So, what do you do now? Leo can maybe gestures towards the many, many, many minecarts and then looks at the two of you.
3: Um, Is there any way through those, or are they complete? Is it a very effective barricade, would we need to take it down in order to get through? Yeah.
1: Is it sneak... Can we be, like, slippery about it?
2: Let's say highs or lows. Highs. Sure enough, you... uh, Maybe with the lantern light, Hertha kind of, like, casts it over the minecarts. You can see there is a gap... You'd have to do a little bit of scrambling. It's not going to be an easy climb, but you very easily could fit through the hole. You just need to get to it.
3: So it's presumably how their bodies got skinned when they were on the other side of the barrier. But uh, I'm, I'm happy. I think we should climb up and we should slip through because we've got to get, get in, but I quite like the idea of leaving the barricade in place.
2: Leocan and H- Hertha both nod. Leocan saying, yes, I think that is a clever decision.
1: Well, we're in agreement then. (laughs) I narrow my eyes. What are they planning?
2: Um,
3: (laughs) Using message, I say, I'll go through first. You make sure you go through last.
2: I think the spell message has a verbal component that is saying the words, but I might be wrong. I'm
3: whispering it, so they can. Okay. It is verbal.
2: It is verbal, but I think the idea behind the whispering is that Yeah, I think it's fine. I think you're fine. Yeah. I I wink at 10-Ed. All right, so you climb through 10-Ed?
3: Yeah, I climb through.
2: All right. A little bit of scrambling. All right, it's not without difficulty, but you do manage to get to the hole, and then you scramble through, and you're on the other side. You look to your left and right. You're in the middle of a corridor. This tunnel has just kind of, like, broken into a crypt Like at some random point in it. You see several statues, stone statues of gnomes running along the corridor. They're all the same statue, but in different, sorry, all the same person, but in different poses. In one of them, there's like a little table in front of them and they're rolling dice. In another one, there's like a deck of cards that they're shuffling. With your passive perception, you notice that when they're rolling the dice, you can tell that the dice are loaded. You can see that they're shaped in a way that is improperly weighted. With the cards, you can see like just a little subtle hint of a card tucked up their sleeve. And then you see several other like games of chance or whatnot being played by the gnome in stone. You can't tell because they're too far away, but you can assume that they're cheating in every single one of these. <laughs> In addition to that, you look to your left. You look to your right. To your left, you see a pile of bodies. There's some more miners who have been killed here, and you can see that they are similarly glistening. So you assume that their skin has also been taken. Beyond that, you see a big stone door, and then to your right, the corridor continues off until you can't see with dark vision anymore.
3: Again, with message, I say, "It's we're all right. Come through." But that's-
0: you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Consideration, not concern.
2: <laughs> you are concerned. They I are consideration,
3: concerned. yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm very ready. Tenant's standing, very high perception, waiting and assuming sure. something's
1: going to come and kill it.
2: Well, what do you do, Consideration?
1: Well, it appears he's across safely. I, like, gesture a
2: paw, like, after you. Hertha goes next. Hertha has a little trouble, similar to Tenad, but Hertha makes it through as well. Leo can, looks at you, and you can see in his, like, half-smile, he knows that you want- that the two of you want to bookend this little thing.
1: Age before beauty.
2: He climbs through as well. He probably has the easiest time of anyone so far. And then, pause, it's your turn. Oh, pause, you have the easiest time. That's a nat 20. Can I get a number between 1 and 50? Two. Sorry, what did I say? The DM must lay out the best possible phrasing for you when you are talking with an NPC. Ah, that's clever. You climb in as well. You see similarly a door at one end and then it kind of just descends. Actually, no, uh, Hertha has her lantern. She casts it in that direction and you can see that it just ends. It There's just a stone wall. It doesn't seem to lead anywhere.
1: Well, let's not go there.
3: T- towards the door seems seems sensible.
1: Yeah, let's head where the Goan is heading.
2: You walk towards the door. As you're approaching it, from, oh, uh, can I get kind of like a marching order? So who's first, second, third, fourth? The corridor is wide enough that two can stand side by side.
1: I'll try and stay to the back. I'll try and stay in like original marching order. So, yeah, tendon can lead. I, I want to go to the... <laughs> okay,
3: sure. Wizard Actually, at the front. no, no, no,
1: no. No, let's both go to back. Let's both go to the back. Nah, to we the back. cast Spellcaster.
3: Custom- yeah, at the back.
1: No, let's both go to the back. I don't yeah. want to be in front.
3: Yeah, I, w- I want to be able to see their backs.
2: Leo Khan does not lead the way either. He gestures, if neither of you are going to lead the way, he gestures to Hertha, who gets low, and Leo Khan waits a little bit for Hertha to get a bit ahead. So he's leaving a bit of space between him and Hertha. Are you happy for that to happen as well? Are you gonna walk past Leo Khan and then I guess put yourself in between them? No. no? Alright. Just asking. Uh Hertha, you can see. She, as she walks, she makes like a kind of like a clicking sound. She's gotten a little bit low, and you can see that she's very carefully and cautiously moving forwards. She, oh no, never mind. She rolls on that one. <laughs> um, all right, so you progress forwards. She gets to the door, and you're a bit behind her. And no one notices until they descend upon you. From round behind the statues, you see... Oh my god, I completely forgot. I'm I'm so sorry, I should have told you this the second you got in here. Pause for consideration. You recognize these statues as depictions of Jerome the Gnome.
1: Oh my god, and he's having a fat gam.
2: <laughs> yeah, every single one of these statues is him... In some sort of game of chance or skill or luck or whatever, and every single one of them he is cheating.
1: Taking the nobleman's way out, making his own fate. <laughs> that is good to know. Do I I mean do I just feel amazing?
2: No, actually, you do not. Typically, in a when a cleric or a paladin is in a space that is a space of worship for their god, they might feel a sense of like peace or or maybe safety, or many different things, like a stronger connection with their god. You do not feel that here, and that is odd.
1: Can I have a cheeky pray? Sure, yeah. I just want to ask Jerome what's happening. Does he know?
2: Well, you don't know any prayers powerful enough to directly contact your god, so you can Mm. offer a prayer and just hope that maybe your request is really important (laughs) and maybe Jerome the Gnome will say something, but it is unlikely.
1: I'll send one out. Jerome, I think someone is using your good image in the name of something not so good.
2: There's no response, unfortunately, but...
1: He's just doing something more important. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> and he thinks I can handle this one by myself, which means I can, and I'm not worried, and I'm not scared. Well... And I don't even have an opportunity to be very, very brave right
2: now. <laughs> to be fair, Jerome the Gnome has invested you with... Some, like, you get... Your magic comes from Jerome the Gnome. You're kind of like almost a conduit. You are the wand for Jerome the Gnome. So it's not like you've been abandoned or anything like that. You still have access to magic through him. Uh, Unfortunately, he just cannot give you any wisdom into your current situation.
1: That's fine. He's probably making a great bet. (laughs)
2: Speaking of your current situation, as you're approaching Hertha, who is at the door... Figures slide around from behind the statues. They had flattened themselves up against them, behind them, and have now come out and obviously mean to attack you. One of them floppily strikes at each of you. There are four in total. We need to go to initiative. Oh God, this
3: is going to be animated skin bags.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: Yeah, it's animated skin.
1: Yeah. No! <laughs> Oh, my God. What about the secret third option?
2: Yeah, I've
3: never wanted to kill a monster in D&D more. This is the <laughs> greatest level of motivation that I've ever had.
1: Can we just eat them? What? <laughs> They're just skin. Can we just eat them?
3: I mean, you can do whatever you want to do and come. combat. That's a lot of skin. I'm a very small gnome. I don't think I've got the appetite to eat a
2: whole group of skin bags.
1: Anyone have a net? (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right. One of them attacks Hertha. That's a miss. One of them attacks Leocan. That's also a miss. One of them attacks Paws. That's a miss. And then finally, one of them attacks Tenet. They're having a really shit first round.
1: Good. They're little bags of skin. Not not even any meat in there.
3: I'm just imagining the sound. Uh. Like... Like an inner tube filled with grease slapping onto something.
2: <laughs> can add, I'm so sorry, you were the only one who gets hit. Yep, yeah, makes sense. Sure enough, you turn around and see in your absolute terror and horror, animated skin <laughs> reaching out to grab you. So the three that are attacking Hertha, Leocan, and Paws are all obviously miners. You can see... The features in them, they may be still wearing parts of their clothes as well, but the one attacking you, Tenad, looks older. The skin is, like, leathery, there's no clothes to it, and they don't look like a human. They look like a dwarf or a halfling or a a gnome.
1: Half as much skin, I'm hearing.
3: Tenad goes, shit, and casts shield immediately.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's very clever of you. As they reach out to grab you, their hands dong, bounce off the shield that you cast before you. All right, that's the surprise round. Now we're going to regular initiative, and pause you are first. Okie dokie.
1: Wrath feels smart on the one attacking my good companion.
2: You swing! Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What did you do, Adam? (laughs) It's a critical miss. No! Reroll this attack with advantage against an ally within five feet of you and the original target. Tenad!
3: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have allowed you to put it on anyone else because I don't consider them my allies.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tenad! As... As pause for consideration swings their war pick over their head, <laughs> the skin creature kind of like, bleh, like Mister Fantastics out of the way, and a war pick breaks through your shield <laughs> and penetrates your skull.
3: I'm so weak. Oh, I'm so so weak.
1: <laughs> no, it's, not
3: it's what a wrathful
1: smite. As well. uh, no, I know
3: because this could totally just kill me immediately. <laughs>
2: And you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, thank God you passed the wisdom saving throw. All right. You look up at Pause for consideration as their eyes blaze red with a hellish glow. And you are scared to your very soul. But then you're like, "Pause." <laughs> that was Paws' turn. It is Hertha and Leocan's turn. They both uh, call out in fright. And Hertha is going to try and duck around the one attacking them and make their way to Leo Kan. They launch with a rapier. Hit, dealing a beautiful amount of sneak attack damage. Really showing you up. That sucks. Leo Kan is going to also attack with his rapier. They rapier each side. He misses, unfortunately. Of course he does. It's their turn again. Hertha and Leo can get attacked. Leo can. one of them hits Leokan, He screams. Neither of you see what happens, but you hear him screaming, and then you hear the snapping sound of a, like a rubber band. <sighs> then both of you are attacked. Both of them paw and grab at you soundlessly. They have not made any noise yet, by the way. Feral. That's
1: feral. Somehow that's worse than... Not even making, like, the yucky wet
2: noises. <laughs> Tenad, it's your turn. I will cast Chill Touch
3: on the weird old Gnomi-looking one.
2: Oh, that's a uh, a spell attack. So mm-hmm. you'll be casting this with disadvantage because you're in melee range. Is that okay? Yeah, that is right. fine.
0: <laughs> no,
2: no, 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 no. I'm so sorry. My bad! Reroll the attack against an ally within (sighs) 10 feet of the target! If an attack hits, it deals half damage. Is it at least at disadvantage?
3: Because I'm also still in melee range.
2: Yeah, you are in melee range with uh, Paws, so it will be at disadvantage. Oh my god, it misses, but it was an 8 and a 20. My dice are
1: trying to kill you tonight. If I could feel shame, that would have been so embarrassing. Like, just both of us killing each other.
3: (laughs) Just whiffing completely.
2: (laughs) (sighs) What would you like to do? Pause? Another smite, perhaps?
1: Well, the first one went so well. (laughs) Let's bring it back in. I'll go searing smite this time. I'll go searing smite.
2: Let's burn this flesh. Flames explode out of your weapon and you swing.
1: You hit. I hit the enemy, yeah?
2: (laughs) Yes, the enemy. Yes, the enemy. (laughs) Sorry, I wanted to check as well. You are attacking the old leathery one or the one attacking you? No,
1: okay. No, I'll go for the one attacking me this time. That's probably smarter. You got to, you know, pull down your own oxygen mask before you help a baby or whatever it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that skin creature ignites in flames. So you see it's eyeless eye sockets go wide and it's mouthless mouth like lips Open in a silent scream.
1: And it's just quiet the whole time. <laughs> yep.
2: Oh. Well, I guess now it sounds like crackling flames.
1: Oh.
3: It's
2: I'm a
1: yucky time, Adam.
3: Piece of piece of belly pork. Skin down on a grill. Oh my
1: god, it would smell
2: tasty, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> Hertha and Leo can manage to bring down one of the skin creatures. They between the two of them they tear it to shreds. The other one that they're fighting continues to try and attack them back, but is unable to hit either of them. They fight as a, like, in in contrast, they've been fighting as a beautiful team, whereas the two of you have done more damage to each other than to the creatures at this point. Um, Oh, the one that you set on flame takes another four points of damage, but both of them attack you. The one on fire fails to hit you. Pause for consideration, as it's you can see with the flames, it's beginning to lose st- structural integrity as massive amounts of skin just slew off it like it was melting. However, the one attacking you, Tenad, mm-hmm. gets, and you'll be shocked to hear this, it yeah. gets a critical hit.
3: Oh, um, Yeah? This might be bye-bye time. <laughs>
2: All right, so this is really, really bad. Triple damage and make a DC 14 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, lose one of your known languages at random.
3: (laughs) Oh. No. For the love of the game, I want to lose common. (laughs) For the love of the game. For the love of the game. For the love of the game. But I'll be dead anyway, so... (laughs)
2: I don't think, alright, minimum damage So you only take 9 points <laughs> Jeez, of damage. Oh, oh. I'm on
3: 1 hit point folks
2: <laughs> Alright, so you have 4 languages Common, Druidic, No Mission, Infernal I've got a D4 here So 1, you lose Common <laughs> No! <laughs> what? Yes You can no longer speak Common
3: the I yell skip- shit in Infernal <laughs>
2: The skin creature slams both of its fists down into your head, Tanad. It hits you so hard, the speech center of your brain is rattled. Then it grabs your head and lifts. It pulls at your hair. You are in many different magics, magically gifted. You know a twinge of the weave of magic when you when you sense it. And you you sense as it pulls a little bit of the a little bit of that twinge in the weave of magic. Something magical is happening. And you feel when it pulls your skin stretches a bit. No. And then it begins to pull up and backwards and you feel as you're like as if you're as if your skin was a really tight clothing that you were wearing like it's taking it off you. <sighs> Pause for consideration. You see as if his skin becomes extra rubbery and can be pulled off him. His eyes are like really weird and stretched out. Well, the eyeballs are in the same place they've ever been, but the skin around them is like stretched out in such a way that you can see under the skin and to the like muscle and flesh beneath. <laughs> you you seem so upset, Cass. This is... <laughs> bad. <laughs> this is heinous. As it happens, you both hear the sound of, like, a stretching rubber oh. band. Uh. Ten out it's your turn. I mean, yeah,
3: so I'm fully fucked, but that's fine. Uh, shocking grasp,
2: because <laughs> right. what else? You hit, luckily, thank yes. you. Yes.
3: You deal... A small amount of damage.
2: <laughs> Look, hey, it's something. It's, hey, it's friendly- something. Yeah, you're targeting the enemy, and that is a step up.
3: We're learning, we're growing. Every day is a school day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you deal seven points of damage. Hey, don't forget if you die, you can come back.
3: Oh, I know. I've re- that's why I was like, I'm not going to heal myself. It's fine. I've got I've got one free death. I've
2: but got an extra you, yeah, life. Yeah, but remember, it's not going to bring your skin back. Oh. <laughs> 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 Cass is so upset. That-
1: oh. Oh. I went somewhere.
2: Ah. That's all for today. Don't forget to check in next time where we'll continue this story of the Greyhill Free Company.